Hi, you're listening to New Week number 127. This is an update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web. See a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 25,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from a very wintry and cold London. It is a bumper instalment this week. So what do we have in store? Well, Google DeepMind owned this week's tech headlines, there's no doubt about that, and it was with the release of Gemini, a new multimodal AI model intended to outdo GPT-4. Meanwhile, Harvard researchers have created a tiny biological robot that can heal human tissue, and the world's largest nuclear fusion reactor is now online in Japan. Let's go! Gemini has liftoff. This week, major news out of Google's DeepMind AI division. The DeepMind team announced Gemini, a multimodal large language model that looks to have pushed back the frontiers when it comes to these kinds of AI models. Launch videos suggest Gemini can speak in real time, though as I go to press, doubts about that are being raised and we'll talk more about that in a minute. Gemini understands text and image inputs and it can combine them in novel ways. Uh, And in the email, you can see it giving ideas for toys to make out of blue and pink wool. It can also write code to a competition standard. In tests, it outperformed 85% of the human competitors it was compared against. That means it's excellent even when compared to some of the best coders on the planet. Gemini can even perform sophisticated verbal and spatial reasoning and can handle complex mathematics. You can see it doing some maths in the email too. And this is really significant because OpenAI's GPT-4 is notoriously bad at maths and logic puzzles. Google are, of course, taking direct aim at OpenAI with the launch of Gemini. It comes in three variants, Ultra, Pro and Nano. US users can access the Pro version now via BARD, and you can see a link in the email, and the Ultra model will soon be made available to enterprise clients. Here's the New World Same Humans take. It will take time to independently verify the claims that DeepMind are making, and there are some murmurs that their launch video overstates some of Gemini's competence, and you can see a link to that in the email. Still, there's no denying that this model looks impressive. Scratch the surface, meanwhile, and we can discern some underlying signals about the future development of large language models. This AI outperforms GPT 3.5 when it comes to linguistic tasks such as copy drafting, but it's the multimodal nature of Gemini that's really significant, in particular its ability to reason. Large language models are trained to do next word prediction. That means they're brilliant at sounding right, but they lack any underlying ability to know whether they're really right or even if what they're saying makes sense. And Gemini seems to have addressed this shortcoming. The promise of a large language model that can act as a true reasoning partner is really exciting and it should also haunt the dreams of everyone at OpenAI. 
OpenAI's reported work on the still mysterious Q-star algorithm, and I wrote about that a couple of weeks ago, is also believed to be about reasoning. And all this suggests one direction. We're hitting the limits of the performance improvements to be gained simply by training large language models on even larger data sets. Instead, the future belongs to those who can weave multiple models together, as Google have done here. Finally, a word for Alphabet's CEO, Sundar Pichai. Kudos. Alphabet AI engineers invented the transformer model, and then the company went missing. Gemini puts Alphabet firmly back in the race. And given the recent fiasco at OpenAI, the Alphabet CEO this week looks like a man playing a very canny long game. It's going to be a fascinating 2024. Anthrobots are go. Two stories this week signal powerful new avenues of discovery for the life sciences. Scientists at Harvard and Tufts University have created tiny biological robots called anthrobots made out of human cells. In tests, the anthrobots were left in a small dish along with some damaged neural tissue, and scientists watched as the bots clumped together to form a superbot which then repaired the damaged neurons. Each anthrobot is made by taking a single cell from the human trachea, and these cells are covered in tiny hairs called cilia. The cell is then grown in a lab and it becomes a multi-cell entity called an organoid. And in this case, the scientists created growth conditions that encouraged the cilia on these organoids to grow outwards and they then become something akin to little oars that allow the entity to move autonomously. And lo, an anthrobot has been created. The researchers say that in future, anthrobots made from a patient's own cells could be used to perform repairs or deliver medicines to target locations. Meanwhile, researchers at New York University created biological nanobots capable of self-replication. The bots are made from four strands of DNA, and when held in a solution made of this DNA raw material, they're able to assemble new copies of themselves. Here's my take. Organoids have long been a New World Same Humans obsession. This work on anthrobots builds on the research by the same team that created Xenobots, which I wrote about back in December 2021. And who can forget one of the strangest stories ever in New World Same Humans, the brain organoids that taught themselves to play the video game Pong, which I covered in October of last year. The original Xenobot researchers at Harvard and Tufts were startled when their bots first started to work together in groups, self-heal and self-replicate. But Xenobots are made out of frog cells, so they have limited applications when it comes to humans. Anthrobots, on the other hand, are human in origin, and given their ability to self-replicate and heal other tissues, they show immense promise when it comes to new medical and wellness treatments. As so often at the moment, machine intelligence underpins these advances. To create the original Xenobots, AI supercomputers were used to simulate a billion years worth of evolution in just a few days. No wonder the NVIDIA CEO, Jensen Huang, says digital biology will be a central part of the AI story over the coming years. I will keep watching. 
come together right now. The world's largest nuclear fusion reactor came online in Japan this week. JT60SA is an experimental reactor capable of heating plasma to 200 million degrees Celsius, and scientists say it offers the best chance yet to test nuclear fusion as a source of near-infinite clean energy. In fusion, two or more atomic nuclei are smashed together such that they become one, and this results in an energy release. Meanwhile, UK-based Rolls-Royce showcased a prototype lunar nuclear fusion reactor, which they say could power a permanent human settlement on the moon. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Fusion is the energy dream that has remained so far just out of reach. It doesn't output CO2, it doesn't create a lot of dangerous nuclear waste as fission does, and proponents say it could mean near-infinite renewable energy on tap. And now we're getting closer. Last year saw the first controlled fusion reaction that generated more energy than was needed to make the reaction happen. This is the long-standing net energy gain goal. And now a startup ecosystem is flourishing. US-based Helion, for example, and I've written about them before, are working to build the world's first commercial fusion reactor. They've laid down a clear timeline. The startup recently signed a deal with Microsoft to supply the tech giant with energy starting in 2029. It remains to be seen whether Helion or anyone else can achieve fusion in this decade. But if someone does, it will be a transformative moment and we've never been closer. Also this week, IBM announced Quantum System 2, its most powerful quantum computer. The system integrates three 133-qubit Heron processors, and IBM also announced Condor, a new 1,000-qubit processor. IBM are leading the way right now towards useful and utility-scale quantum supercomputers, If that promise is realised, it will unlock insane new capabilities across climate simulation, the creation of new medicines, supply chain management and more. And you can read an interview with IBM's director of quantum, Jerry Chow, this week. There's a link to that in the email. Stability AI's new image generator can generate 150 images per second. Stream Diffusion is built on top of Stability AI's SD Turbo image generation model, and X users are using it to create tens of thousands of pictures of cats. The humanoid robot currently in trials inside Amazon warehouses will eventually cost just $3 an hour to run. The CEO of Agility Robotics, Damian Shelton, says the Digit robot currently costs around $12 an hour to operate but this will fall rapidly once mass production starts. The median wage for workers in Amazon's US fulfillment centres is $18 an hour. Agility will open the world's first humanoid robot factory in Oregon in 2024. US officials have warned chipmaker NVIDIA to stop redesigning their AI chips in an attempt to get around restrictions on exports to China. The US recently imposed restrictions on the sale of advanced AI chips to China. Meanwhile, the 2022 US Chips Act will pour over $250 billion into US domestic chip design and manufacturing capability. 
A research team at Google got ChatGPT to spit out its training data. The team asked ChatGPT to repeat the word poem forever. And this caused the app to produce huge passages of literature, which eventually started to contain snippets of the text that the underlying AI model was trained on. This is important because OpenAI don't want to reveal the data sets used to train GPT-4 and other models. Ilya Sutskeva, their chief scientist, says training data amounts to part of the company's technology. Meta says China is stepping up its attempts to manipulate public opinion in the global north. The company says it's taken down five networks of fake Chinese accounts this year, the most originating from any single country. The accounts were posting content that, among other things, attacked critics of the CCP. Average global temperatures hit 1.4 degrees above pre-industrial levels this year. The World Meteorological Organization's State of the Global Climate Report says 2023 will be the hottest year on record, surpassing the hottest to date, 2016, by a considerable margin. Two weeks ago, I wrote on how Earth for the first time broke the two degrees of heating barrier during two successive days in November this year. The XPRIZE Foundation has launched the world's largest prize for research that advances human longevity. The HealthSpan Prize will award $101 million to the team that develops a therapeutic that can, in one year, restore muscle, cognition and immune function by a minimum of 10 years in people aged 65 to 80. The prize has been launched in partnership with the Hevolution Foundation, a new Saudi-based organisation dedicated to funding longevity research. And finally, a new startup says technology-induced lucid dreaming could enable people to do work while asleep. Prophetic say their headband, the halo, releases pulses of ultrasound waves into a region of the brain associated with lucid dreams. And the CEO Eric Wahlberg says the ability to remain in control of our choices while we dream could enable us to write code or work on a novel while we are asleep. Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.077 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.81672. The 2023 progress bar stands at 94% complete, not much left to go of 2023. And on this day, the 8th of December 1980, John Lennon is shot and killed outside the Dakota building in New York City. A tragic day indeed. La Mode, thanks for listening this week. We'll soon learn more about DeepMind's new Gemini model and whether it's really as capable as the launch videos suggest. Either way, the ongoing collision between machine intelligence and human creativity is momentous and a classic case of new world, same humans. I'll, of course, keep watching and working to make sense of it all. Now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. And I've got some really exciting projects planned for next year and I would love to share them with you and your friends and colleagues 
But that's enough from me for now. I will be back next week as usual. Until then, be well.